So I recently read Between Good and Ghetto, African American Girls and Inner City Violence by Nikki Jones. And I freaking love this book. Um, I think it offers a very interesting perspective uh, that comes from a very feminist perspective about inner city violence and the way that inner city violence affects young African-American women and how they mitigate the violence within their own lives. I think one of the core questions of her ethnography is how are these women existing within this space and it's a space that like not many people are talking about in terms of criminologists or sociologists that doesn't include that include I guess that doesn't include these women being seen as delinquent she poses some very critical questions about what it means to be a good african-american woman versus the stereotypical ghetto black woman and about how sometimes african-american women move with move within or between these spaces to mitigate the violence within their own lives like a good girl is a Claire Huxtable or somebody who doesn't necessarily or somebody who does subscribe to feminine qualities but also in this book she deals with the issue of colorism like the idea that some women I think within these inner city spaces are subject to an elevated status or more likely to subscribe to being a good girl because of colorism the idea of like oh you're lighter skinned or oh you have good hair because it's not kinky or whatever and so therefore they are more likely to subscribe to this good girl mentality whereas other girls are consistently and constantly demonized so therefore they subscribe to a more fighter mentality due to colorism so like a darker skinned heftier woman because they are put against white femininity is more likely to subscribe to a fighter mentality and establish her reputation through that um, I think she also shows how um, this is a constant and continuous project. Like it's not simple um, or as simple as we would like to make it seem. Something that really like stood out to me throughout this is not like the gentrification that she talks about or um, the domestic violence and how people justify it or black on black crime or anything like that. But also, but more so about how us, as we as scholars discuss these topics and research these topics and what mentality we go into researching these topics, because it's great to be educated and nothing 
I mean, based on our society, like education is key and education is important, but also talking about how in certain situations, given through this ethnography, um, Tracy, I believe it is, she talks about how some of the best counselors for violence reduction programs are those who are uneducated but very familiar with the experience. And I think that that's extremely problematic in a society that values education because we value education to the point that we try to, I think, not not understand or realize the validation in other people's experiences with, I mean, in her case, the inner city violence and not, and they see these people as people and realize that violence is a part of their everyday lives. And while many of these women may not want to subscribe to this violence, they have to due to the code of the streets that governs their society because they are unable to rely on law enforcement. I mean, this is a beautiful book that I would recommend to anybody who is interested in learning a different perspective, Um, especially in terms of dealing with the monolith of black society. Like many people see black people as a monolith. All of these people are liberal people. All these people are this, all these people are that, but like there's this need constantly through academia to rehumanize the black person, which is like bullshit basically. So like, okay, yeah, you rehumanize them, but then you talk about them in the context of delinquency and criminality rather than talking about them in terms of their black individualism. And I mean, many of the critiques I think that this book receives in terms of her talking about these girls' experiences um, are somewhat invalid because it's like, yo... She's explaining what she experienced working with these people. And within an ethnography, what you're talking about is not necessarily, not always necessarily what the people that the study is being done on experience, but also about what the person themselves experiences while going through this process and gaining um, the respect uh, or... I guess, yeah, respect is a good word. The respect in order to have these conversations with these varying people. I mean, my biggest critique of the book itself is just that it doesn't offer a historical, a, a historical context, but I understand why it doesn't. Because what she's trying to portray is a more individualist, individualism within the black community so I'm not like I mean yeah that's a critique but it's also like I understand why she's not presenting that um so yeah but anyways let me go into specific well I guess not necessarily specific details but key points that I found I mean one of the things she talks about in terms of landscape 
um, is about basically the landscape of the world that they live in and about how it is um, governed by the code of the streets, which I already talked about. So gentrification is very important. Surveillance is very important in this. And also the disregard for these varying differ differentiations between ghettos. So different blocks within ghettos subscribe to different things. But in this book, she talks about how, hey, uh, we're doing this this project to, you know, uh, make this into a high-rise apartment or whatever. So now we're going to um, relocate people and stuff like that without realizing the damage that something like that could cause um, or without understanding the damage of something like that could cause. I mean, like, these women are experiencing violence and these men are experiencing violence and now we're just going to throw them all together and be like, hey, just be one big happy family, which is not necessarily a reality. And I think Nikki Jones, like going through this violence reduction program uh, to meet the subjects of her study is like going in there, like meeting these people and then like seeing these people that are also a part of it, but not a part of the society. Like they understand what these people are going through, but they also recognize recognize the pragmatism that exists around the violence reduction program that they're a part of because the people who put this program together which are the doctors that constantly see young black people and black women subject to violence are like oh we need to create a program to solve this problem but it's like you're solving this problem in a way that is not beneficial to these people because it doesn't recognize their um, individual experiences with these systems and the idea that the good black girl or black woman is a Claire Huxtable and it's like that can't be the reality I think in this you see like this constant tension between being a good girl and a ghetto girl and some people are built into like, oh, well, being the good girl is easier or being the ghetto girl is easier based on their physical representation. And I think that that's extremely problematic. Um, but I just love this book. It's just amazing. I think that it uh, really puts forth some very valuable questions about the black community and how the black community is studied and what we see within the black community. But I love this book and I would recommend it to anyone. I just like, oh, I'm so in love with this book because, I mean, I'm writing my senior thesis about black conservatism. And I think that in the end, I mean, I love the stories and everything like that, but I think the more pivotal uh, reflection that she does is a little bit more important in terms of, like, how are we, those of us in academia, talking about it? Because I think that's a more important question than, yo, these people are delinquent, they're doing this, they're doing that. 
or whatever. It's how we talk about it, how we frame the questions that we ask. And I like the fact that she comes at it from a very phenomenological perspective in terms of she's a part of it, but not a part of it. And she realizes that throughout this whole entire study that she is a part of the culture, but she's not a part of the culture at the same time. Like she is occupying two spaces at once. Oh, I recommend this book to anyone. I think she also talks about about the mainstream perspective of black women in terms of their hypermasculinity, and she really provides a context through which this hypermasculinity happens, um, which is something that we don't necessarily talk about. And like I said, I think that she could offer a more historical perspective, but I also understand why she doesn't amazing book read it don't read it it's